the Internet's most listened to talk radio network, VoiceAmerica.com, with Joyce Bender and Disability Matters. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show, and wow, am I in a great mood today. I have to begin by congratulating the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Super Bowl champions of the world. Special congratulations. Do we have a song for them? champions of the world. Oh, it just feels so great to say that. Hey, we now have one for the thumb. Special congratulations to Ben Roethlisberger, Jerome Bettis, the Rooney family, Bill Cower, but especially to my hero, Alan Fanica. Special congratulations. And I am not in Pittsburgh today, but let me tell you, if I were there, they are having a parade in Pittsburgh with over 200,000 screaming fans. So let me tell you, they are celebrating in Pittsburgh. And we are going to celebrate this month as CIO Month, Chief Information Officer Month. We want to highlight through the United States CIOs have really reached to impact corporations to such magnitude and such levels. And at the same time, great leaders for people with disabilities if they're tuned into it. And let me tell you, we're starting with John Walsh for that reason. He is the Chief Information Officer for the Federal Sector of CSC and Vice President of the United States Federal Service Delivery. He is the CIO of Computer Sciences Corporation's Federal Sector winner of the New Freedom Initiative Award last year from the Bush Administration. John, welcome to the show. Thank you, Joyce. Well, John, it is an honor to have you. As my listeners know very well, Computer Sciences Corporation has stepped up, employed people, and done more than any other company has done to this point in time. I am so proud to be partnered with them. But for our listeners, so they'll understand a little bit more about what you do, why don't you tell them a little bit more about your role at CSC? Uh, sure, Joyce. Thanks. And thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited to be here. Um, I actually do have two separate jobs. Uh, one of my roles is the uh, Chief Information Officer for the federal sector in uh, CSC. Uh, so I'm accountable for all aspects of uh, information technology support of our federal business. That uh, translates to about 24,000 employees uh, worldwide in about 21 countries uh, with all aspects of information technology, whether it be desktop, support, uh, networks, uh, help desk, you name it. And in that role, I, I report to the president of uh, the federal sector, Jim Schaefer, and also the chief information officer of the corporation, Larry Fierstein. 
My other day job uh, is this service delivery executive uh, from Global Infrastructure Services, supporting federal programs, and that's a horizontal within CSC that delivers all of our infrastructure services. In this role, I'm uh, responsible for delivering those services to our federal clients. Uh, this group runs things like the uh, IRS's 1040EZ forms on the Internet, so uh, tax season's coming up. You'll be uh, touching some of our, our capability. Uh, medical claims in the state of New York. We process all of the student loan applications for the Department of Education and many other critical systems for defense and intelligence agencies. Uh, in this role, I report directly to Richard Ricks, who's the president of uh, Global Infrastructure Services, and that, that organization's about 21,000 employees worldwide. And again, my customer uh, is, is the entire federal sector, which uh, Jim Schaefer runs. Uh, yeah, another really wonderful person. I want to just tell everyone that the other evening, and John himself attended, this is what really separates CSC to me from other companies. We hosted Bender Consulting Services, our first Bender Ambassador event, which really is focusing on the people that work for BCS, people with disabilities, who now are very gainfully employed by Computer Sciences Corporation. And James Schaefer just took over in this new role as CEO of the federal sector, and yet, not even met him yet, and he took time to come to this event, which really you know, impressed me so much. And John also took time to attend the event. That's where the rubber meets the road whenever you have people at this level interested in this issue of employment for people with disabilities, and, and I was so impressed with that. We also were very honored to have Ole Cantos from the Department of Justice and John Kemp, just a hero nationally and winner of the Betts Award this year, come and speak, and that was just so wonderful. But, John, getting back to your position as CIO for the federal sector of CSC, now in that role, how many people report to you? Uh, in my role as CIO, there's about uh, 150 employees uh, across uh, the United States uh, supporting uh, the federal sector's internal IT. In my other job, uh, running the external programs, there's almost 1,700 people wow. in the organization. Um, and then in terms of people that really report to me directly, um, since I've got two jobs, I've got two organization charts, and I've got uh, almost 40 people, actually, who report directly to me, which uh, keeps me off the streets at night. I was going to say, you know, to our listeners, when you're hearing uh, John speak about this, you're probably thinking, wow, this man, how the heck does he do this? He must really be stressed out. And I want to tell you, if you meet him, he's the calmest, nicest person. You would never envision he has this, uh, to some people, enormous pressure, but I guess that's because you've been so successful in your career with CSC. Uh, I know for many people how highly they speak of you, John. And as I mentioned at the beginning, this is CIO month. I will be asking this same question to every chief information officer, um, what I, that, who will be a guest on my show. But I wanted to ask you, as CIO, you know, here we are in this 21st century, what do you think are your greatest obstacles or issues that you have to deal with? Uh, there, uh, there's really two uh, large uh, items we need to make sure we address. One is growing our business uh, through employee development. I think um, it's easy to... Uh, you know, ignore the importance uh, and, and take the time out of your busy schedule with uh, all the things that you're doing to uh, run a, a large business or even a small business, to take the time out of your day to make sure that you're putting the right structure 
and right processes around developing a pool of skilled labor and management that will maximize uh, all the opportunities you have to do business and reduce your costs. Uh, understanding your employee skills and, and the current capabilities, identifying those fits with those people and the gaps that uh, those people may have in their competencies and, and putting a, a solid individual development plan around those people so that they can grow within the organization is, is, is key to success. And to complement all that, uh, you need to link performance with reward and recognition. Again, it's important that we recognize all the hard work that everybody does in the organization. And, uh, you know, when you're on the internal side of business as an as a IT service provider in the CIO office, uh, that organization, you're supporting all of the business that uh, that you're doing as a company. And uh, it's, very, it's a very important role. And... You need to keep those people motivated, need to keep them focused, and uh, all that ties together with a solid uh, employee development program at both the uh, management as well as uh, all of the, the great talent that you bring on board. The, the second most important thing is tying the, the information technology investments to the business impact. So it's sometimes a challenge to tie investments in information technology to business value. Uh, if you're convincing your customers, uh, who may be people in your organization or outside the company, to uh, they need to be able to tie the money that they're spending to operational results. And sometimes those are very clear and tangible and sometimes intangible and take quite some time to realize. So uh, one of the things that I think any uh, you know CIO needs to be able to do effectively is communicate uh, you know what 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 are we getting for the money we're spending on information technology? Well, you know, it's funny you would talk about that. We have, as you know, with our listeners, you can either call in or email the questions ahead of time because we do advertise who our guest is going to be uh, in advance, several months in advance, and we did have a lot of email. But one question that came in to us to ask you is, uh, Mr. Walsh, congratulations on what you do. Uh, a question that I have for you is, do you feel that Y2K had a negative impact on how executives view spending in information technology? That, that's a great question. Um, people still talk about Y2K today, and, and obviously that was a, a large event. I actually worked for the Department of Defense at the time uh, when we went through Y2K. And, uh, you know, everybody was concerned about, well, what about these weapon systems and things like that that were tied to uh, computers that, uh, so there was, there was a lot of mystique and a lot of, uh, you know, people worried about uh, going through that. And in the, at the end of the day, a lot of hard work was done behind the scenes uh, to come through that successfully across industry and, and, and the government. Uh, as for baby boomers, um, yeah, there are a number of people eligible for retirement today, but I think something else is happening. I don't think we're seeing all of those people retiring. Uh, many people um, wish to remain employed and continue to make a meaningful contribution. And uh, we, we, you know, we work to provide the challenge they need through job rotation programs and by soliciting their help in developing new people through our mentor program. Uh, our mentor program focuses, you know, on transferring the knowledge and experience that those folks have and, and, and moving those people through the organization to share that knowledge. That combined with an aggressive uh, college hire program and working with uh, Bender Consulting and other companies, we're very focused on entry-level positions and, and getting people into those roles 
and mentoring them and getting them positioned for a successful career. Uh, we, we understand that our company has to have a healthy circulatory system to survive, and as attrition occurs, we need to have a continuous input of people that are skilled, high energy, deliver on their commitments, and share our core values. So at the same time, it is our responsibility to provide programs to expand their skills and provide them opportunity. And with that, we're going to take a break for one minute. You are listening to John Walsh, Vice President of the United States Federal Service Delivery and Chief Information Officer, both jobs for Computer Sciences Corporation. This is Joyce Fender, America's Voice on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Informative, educational, insightful. You're listening to voiceamerica.com. At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkgaard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Invoke thought, feeling, and inspiration into your life right here on voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk radio. Internet talk radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. If you have a question or comment for Joyce or her guest, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now back to Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back, and we're talking to John Walsh, the Chief Information Officer for Computer Sciences Corporation Federal Sector. I think we have a caller on the line. Joyce, good morning or good afternoon. This is Marianna Nork at the American Association of People with Disabilities. How are you? Oh, Marianna, very nice to hear from you. How are you today? I am fine, and I am just delighted to hear this show 
And I really was calling to say hello uh, to your wonderful guest, Mr. Walsh, and to say thank you to Mr. Walsh and, frankly, to CSC for being such a leader in the business community in terms of its outreach and work with the disability community and with Bender Consulting and really to say congratulations and thank you on behalf of organizations like APD and really for being a leader with work with the disability community and hoping to incite so many other businesses for its great work with people with disabilities, both as a consumer market and as an employee base. And I'm delighted to be calling into the show and delighted I got through. <laughs> well, thank you very much. We're, we're very excited about uh, the award and uh, just gives us renewed energy to continue the path we're going down. And, 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 and frankly, it's just part of, of, of having a, a diverse group of talent. Uh, and this is just one of many programs that uh, we see as a key differentiator to us being successful in the business world. So, um, it's it's just lot. It just makes sense. It just makes business sense. And and the great thing is, uh, it uh, working with companies like Bender uh, has been a joy. I mean, Bender has been a, a great company, a great partner, uh, working with us to find the right talent uh, to uh, help us be successful in uh, IT services. Well, thank you very much. But in, but I want to tell you, John, it's also a great compliment to you to receive a compliment from Marianne Nork at AAPD, which I am. Uh, I, not only am I on the board, I have been an endorser of this organization uh, since its inception, but especially since Andy Imperato became the CEO and Mariana is like his right-hand person. AAPD is the organization um, that is most recognized in this country by the White House, by the Capitol Hill, by uh, corporate America as the voice of the disability community. Uh, Mariana, how large are you now? Um, Joyce, we are actually now recognized as the largest cross-disability membership organization in the country with just under 130,000 members around the country. So we're delighted by our growth and outreach and delighted by the recognition we have, but certainly our work really has just begun. Last year, 05, we celebrated our 10th anniversary, but again, this is just the beginning. But uh, any growth we have and any achievements really just as a result of our outreach and partnering with people like you, Joyce, and partnering with businesses like CSC. It's a very broad group of stakeholders that we must work with who must recognize the disability message. And really, it's got to come from the very top corner office of the business community. And again, I'm so excited to be part of your show today to be able to talk to Mr. Walsh, to thank him for what CSC has done, because, again, prime example of how the recognition starts at the very top executive office of CSC, and it really has permeated down throughout the company. And I know, Joyce, so much of that is based upon your work with them, but, again, CSC just really gets it, and that's the message we want to happen throughout the whole business community in this country. Yes, and you are right on that it has to start at the top. And, Mariana, before you leave, I just yes. want to mention to you that uh, the other evening, just, just this past week, we had, I don't know if you heard uh, at the beginning of the show, that we had our first Bender Ambassador event at yes. CSC, and one of the guest speakers was John Kemp. I know, and we are so honored that in just a few weeks we're going to be awarding him with the Henry B. Betts Award at our gala, and goodness gracious, he is so deserving, and there's 
really no greater advocate to be the laureate this year for the Betts Award. And that is March 8th, is that right? It's March 8th, Joyce, here in Washington, D.C., that's correct. It's our fifth annual leadership gala. Yes, and I always tell people, John, this AAPD AAPD gala is like the Academy Awards (laughs) or Oscars for those in the disability community, and it is on uh, March 8th. And if anyone's interested, Mariana, your website? www dot aapd dot com and there's information about it right there on our homepage. When I say it's like the uh, Academy Awards, I go to this. You see uh, Tony Coelho as the master of ceremonies. You see senators. You see cabinet leaders. You see everyone. It is really the place to be. It's a fabulous event, and I too am honored to see uh, John receiving that award. But if you're not going, make sure you go. Oh, well, Joyce, you're very sweet. And, again, um, we, we appreciate the opportunity for you to say something about that. But more so, I'm so delighted for the opportunity to call into your show today to, again, thank Mr. Walsh and to thank Free CSE for being such strong leaders in the business community as it comes down to the disability mis- uh, message and for working so well with our community and Joyce with you. Yes, and, John, it takes a lot for APD to call and say these words, and that's because Marianna knows how few companies really get it to this level and are doing what you do. Thank, thank you, Marianna, for calling in. Well, thank I you, said, boy, am I glad I got through. <laughs> All right. Thanks it's for calling in, Marianna. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Marianna. Well, I'll tell you what, that is a great compliment to you, John, receiving a call from the American Association of People with Disabilities, but you deserve it because, unfortunately, there are not enough CIOs like John Walsh that are out there really taking time to make a difference the way that you are. And I, I just really, you know, am proud to be a partner of yours. And you really are a great partner and have been to all Americans with disabilities. But I just want to mention that you're not like you just started doing this. I've been working with Computer Sciences Corporation for over eight years Russ Owen, who is with CSC, was one of the first champions I worked with. He and Leanne Thomas, who is still a great champion in helping us so much. But, John, I worked with you when you were in Delaware, and even back then you worked to bring on a person with a disability. So I have to ask you, why? Why is that so important to you to include hiring people with disabilities in your organization? Well, again, it goes back to developing that pool of of skilled labor and management that will really maximize the opportunities for the business to grow and and look at how we can do things more efficiently. And and part of that equation is getting great people on board. And and Bender has consistently provided me with candidates that are well-motivated and meet our key requirements, things like uh, being high energy, uh, delivering on promises, willing to learn and grow, a willingness to work in a team environment, having a positive attitude, and having the right job skills are all key to uh, having the right uh, the group of, of talent uh, you know that can help you bring uh, whatever organization you're in to the next level. And we really found that uh, vendor employees are are among the most motivated and positive members of our team. Uh, I think across CSC we've placed uh, nearly a hundred people now from. Uh, from Bender to CSC, and I, I see that as Bender is, is obviously a key partner in our success, and, and I, I really look forward to continuing to work f- with you uh, to uh, continue to grow and uh, both of our companies uh, to the, and taking uh, 
the relationship to the next level. I really think that uh, there's a lot of work that we can still do. We've done a, a great job uh, so far, but uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, placing uh, key employees like Bender provides into key positions within our company. And, and several people who have joined CSC from Bender have moved up in our organization, and I'm, I'm happy to see that. Uh, it's been a great partnership. Well, that it has, but I have to tell you, John, that as I said, you know, I speak across the country. As a matter of fact, I'm speaking tomorrow for the Department of Labor representing the United States at an event here in Washington, D.C., and I say frequently, how is it possible that only 35% of Americans with significant disabilities who want to work are working? How is it possible that college students with significant disabilities graduate and yet 40% do not find employment, whereas if they're non-disabled, it's only 2%. And you know what? If you were at CSC, you'd never believe that because this company really does get it. And what I respect so much, John, is that, as you well know, it's so many people. It's, I mean, from Gus Sikirka, Tom Bailey, you know, uh, as we mentioned before, Ross Owen, Ralph Baker. I mean, I could go on and on. This is just across the board. And you, specifically, have worked with me for over eight years. Um, you know, one of the questions that was emailed to me from Washington, D.C., I will read to you. And the question was, what unique features of the corporate culture of CSC do you believe make it so conducive to hiring such a significant number of people with disabilities into the workforce? How is that possible? I think there's there's a couple things, Joyce. Uh, first of all, as, as you've mentioned, there, the CSC's top management is committed to hiring the best people for the job, who, whoever they are. And uh, in a very competitive job market like we are in the IT services industry, we must pursue programs that maximize our success. And the partnership with the vendor certainly is helping us get there. So that that that's certainly part of the equation. Uh, also, that that whole. Uh, the focus also needs to be that once we bring employees into the corporation, we have employee development programs that give them a positive work environment and a career path uh, that uh, they can look forward to uh, while with CSC. i also say that CSC is, uh, is a company that has grown over the years through acquisitions, through uh, uh, outsourcing arrangements, and it's really a culture that is very open uh, to change, open to new cultures that come in, open to, is it a very overly inclusive culture? People are very friendly. It's a very flat organization. People feel comfortable talking to people at several levels within the organization. And I think that open culture uh, within CSC just allows you know, acceptance of, of all uh, parts of, of the world. Uh, we, you know, I, I think disabilities... Um, it's just part of that equation, and uh, I, I think it's wonderful that uh, we've been able to work with uh, your company and, and others to bring uh, a diverse workforce together. Um, you, you know, our customers are, are all over the world, and uh, having a diverse customer base, you know, to, to deliver that service the best we can, we need a diverse uh, workforce that can deliver that. So I think it's just part of the equation, and... Uh, it's great that we're able to help make a difference, but uh, in the end, uh, it all comes down to business uh, as well. And uh, this this all can work together uh, when you put the right focus on it. 
Well, you have truly done that at Computer Sciences Corporation, no doubt about that. And if you're listening to the show today, Computer Sciences Corporation in the federal sector has brought about people in all areas, IT, finance, accounting, all areas, competitive employment, not low-level employment, not inferior employment, competitive employment. That's just awesome. Right now we're going to break. You're listening to John Walsh, CIO at CSC Federal and a champion of hope for people with disabilities. This is Joyce Bender, voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. You want the truth? Face the facts. This is VoiceAmerica.com. Depend on it. At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S. and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Ever wonder what's in your future? Why you are the way you are? Or what your dreams really mean? Then tune in and call in to The Jackie Marie Show with professional psychic Jackie Marie. With over a reported 90% accuracy in her psychic predictions, Jackie Marie answers your questions on psychic phenomenon, dream interpretation, numerology, astrology, hypnosis, recognizing your own psychic gifts, and so much more. Along with her co-host, Alan Richard, Jackie also provides her psychic insight on celebrities, politicians, new items, and a mystery of the week. That's The Jackie Marie Show, broadcast every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern, on voiceamerica.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. 
That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Continuing to be the authority in Internet talk radio, you're listening to voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Welcome back to the show. And by the way, I have to send a special greetings to all of my friends in New Galilee, Pennsylvania. A special hello to all of them, such big supporters of mine. Speaking of a supporter, John Walsh is just, if you've just tuned into the show, is the CIO at Computer Sciences Corporation in the federal sector, and he has been a supporter of people with disabilities. One thing we were talking about when we went to break is the Computer Sciences Corporation has been hiring people with significant disabilities. I'm meaning not people who are blind, deaf, wheelchairs, various disabilities, epilepsy, in all types of competitive areas in IT, desktop support, help desk, software development, through finance, accounting, and human resources because one of the first people that John hired in Delaware is now in human resources uh, in uh, uh, Falls Church, Virginia, and, you know, that's where the rubber meets the road when people keep moving up. I think that's so great, John, to see that promotability at CSC. No, it was great. It was great to see uh, PJ at the, the dinner just the other uh, week. It was, uh, it was a pleasure. Uh, like seeing uh, anybody we bring on board be successful, and he certainly has been, along with several other people we brought on from Bender. So it's it's uh, been wonderful. Well, that brings up a question uh, emailed to us for you, which is to talk a little bit more, if you don't mind. Uh, Mr. Walsh is someone who has become very accomplished within the corporate environment, what do you think are the key professional skills and talents necessary to develop in order to achieve a similar level of success sent in from D.C.? Sure. I think um, certainly uh, any business is, is about communication and people and delivering results. So, uh, anybody uh, joining a company needs to decide, uh, you know, what role they want to play uh, in that company uh, from a career perspective. And I think it's important to also for to to know where you want to go, have a vision, have a picture of where you want to be uh, as an employee, and then decide how you're going to work your way to that uh, position. Um, Again, people uh, people skills are, are key. Being comfortable uh, talking to uh, your peers, to uh, people that uh, may work for you, uh, key uh, key uh, companies you work with, and certainly uh, the people that uh, you work for is a key skill that, that everybody needs to master uh, to move up uh, into the executive uh, part of any company. Uh, delivering on results is another key one, uh, whether it be financial results, uh, customer satisfaction, whatever the measure is of success, uh, you need to understand what that is for your company and, and deliver that. And then thirdly, uh, just just a professional execution. Um, it, it's it's important to uh, do do things in the in the best possible way, and and sometimes the best possible way is not the easiest way. 
It's, uh, it may take a little longer to get where you need to go. It may be more of a strategic move instead of tactical, and you need to be thoughtful about getting there. So those, those skills are the kinds of skills that uh, most large Fortune 500 companies look for. Uh, we actually have a list of uh, Lominger competencies that we've identified in the corporation and key skills that executives need to have uh, in the company, and we've pushed that all the way down into the organization, by the way, by role. So uh, our employees actually can go on to our uh, portal and see, uh, you know, based on their role and roles they may want to take someday, what skills they need to be successful in those roles. So we're very focused on helping people develop a career path uh, within uh, information technology and uh, helping them get there. You know what I think is so interesting, and I agree with all of those skills you cited, uh, John, I like that you cited them all in such a very concise manner because you can have excellent communication skills, but you but at the same time you have to be able to get the job done. But on the other hand, you have to be able to get the job done, but you have to have the communication skills. You know, it's one it's a, it's a whole package, but it's such basic skills. That's why I believe that so many people with disabilities entry level have been able to be so successful because if you can just, A, do a good job, do your job, whatever it is, B, have that great attitude, C, have those communication skills, be there, be there every day, be on time every day, you're already going to beat half of the non-disabled population. And those are just basics. Absolutely, Joyce. Those are just basics. Well, John, as Chief Information Officer, I know that you are well aware of the fact that in the United States, uh, unfortunately, not as many young people, college students, are pursuing careers in information technology or computer engineering as we hope they would. And I'm wondering, what message do you have for students with disabilities who could move into this area? Uh, that, that's a great question, Joyce. I, I think... Um... And this, this just doesn't even apply to information technology, but in general, anything technical, whether it be uh, engineering, uh, science, physics, uh, any any of the more scientific uh, roles, including information technology, are key roles that are going to keep this country as a uh, in, in a market leading position. Uh, if we if we don't have students interested in learning uh, those key skills, we're going to lose our competitive edge our competitive edge in the global economy. So I, I think it's extremely important, and people with those skills will be seen as key individuals in our future economy. So. Uh, and if you look at the, uh, the, the, the compensation associated with uh, entry-level roles in information technology as compared to you know, many other opportunities that are out there, I think it's uh, very competitive. I think there's a lot of opportunity to grow in IT. One of the things I love about information technology, and I, I, I grew up as an electrical engineer in school and uh, moved my way into information technology, as many people have from, from other skills, uh, is you can really move around the industry. Uh, in the end, you know, you need to understand the business value that information technology is delivering to that market, but the skills are essentially the same across the board. So you're very mobile as an employee across a large array of, uh, of, of markets as an information technology professional. So uh, my message to, to students is, Keep the faith, work hard, uh, and, and there's plenty of opportunities out there for you now and in the future. 
And uh, as uh, the global economy grows and, uh, you know, key roles that uh, our country and our, our corporations are going to see as critical to success are in the information technology space. And, John, maybe you could quickly give our listeners even a little bit more background right now about you. Uh, you were saying you graduated from college with a degree in what again? Yeah, I, uh, I actually went to uh, UCLA, got a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering. Uh, then I went on to get a master's degree in electrical engineering at San Diego State University. Uh, started working for the United States government, and uh, while I was there, I also went out and got an MBA at Pepperdine University. And then after those degrees, I figured I was done with school and, and really focused on uh, my career. And uh, I, I have to say that anybody that's looking for, uh, you know, a combination of degrees, uh, having both the, the technical knowledge and the business knowledge and combining that, uh, that, that education into practice is, is a key skill. So, so all of you that are going back to you know, students that are in IT, as you move through your career, uh, I think it, it, it's important to consider as you, you know, do you decide whether you want to be uh, in a technical track or a management track, uh, think about that carefully. And if you want to move into management, I would augment your skills with not only on-the-job uh, training and, and experience, but uh, consider some education along with that. And what great advice that is. Well, you have a very impressive academic background, uh, and yet, you are at the same time such a very modest, good leader, down-to-earth person, not condescending in any way, but I guess that's why you are a great leader. It's someone that I respect uh, very much, and always kind, always open to talking to me at any time. Uh, here's something I can tell you about John Walsh. There has not been one. T- you hear now how impressive his background is and how busy he is and how really powerful he is at CSC, there's not been one time I've called him where he did not get right back to me. It always amazes me. It seems like the busier people are, they're able to get right back to you. Then those that aren't busy can never get back to you. Never been able to figure that out. But, John, I appreciate everything that you're doing. I do have another question for you from one of our, uh, from one of our young people that sent in a question. And, and that question is that, they are wondering, in your opinion, when do you think it is appropriate to discuss an accommodation they may need in the workforce? I think uh, the, the answer to that is any time. I think that uh, it's important that, uh, again, going back to one of those skills, communication, uh, no matter who the employee is, I think you know one of the jobs as leaders and a good manager in any company you know, I'll tell people all the time, you know, if, if my job, if, if, the, if what you need is for me to pour you a cup of coffee so you can stay awake and for the next half hour in this meeting, you know, that's, what I, that's my job. I think if you're in the right company and, and you're working for the right people, it, it's, you're going to find that there's an openness to, to accommodate whatever your needs are, whether it's a family crisis or, or something uh, that, that you need to be successful in your job. So I would say... You know, make it. You know, have make sure you have an open communication with the right people in your organization, and 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 then bring it to their attention before it becomes a problem. Because if you let it fester or you don't identify it to uh, the people you're working with, uh, that that can create other problems for you. Oh, and that is so true. We're going to take a break right now. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to the Chief Information Officer of Computer Sciences Corporation's Federal Sector. 
John Walsh, a leader, a true leader for all Americans with disabilities. And this is Joyce Bender, the voice, America's voice, on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Connecting your world. The Internet's number one talk and information station. VoiceAmerica.com At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Hello, this is Rory Garay, President of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Made Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the Greyhound. Learn about the history of the Greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the Greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption effort of the former race dogs. If you own a Greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. If you have a question or comment for Joyce or her guest, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now back to Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender. Welcome back, and we are talking to John Walsh, Chief Information Officer and Vice President of the United States Federal Service Delivery for the Federal Sector of Computer Sciences Corporation. And, John, a question that I wanted to ask you is, what advice would you give to other CIOs or executives listening to the show today when it comes to encouraging your leaders to being open-minded about hiring people with disabilities. Yeah, I think it goes back to some of what we discussed earlier. You know, in order to, you know, our customer base is, is highly diverse. We do business all over the world in, in multiple industries and markets. And, and even if you're in a particular market, your employee, your customer base is going to be uh, diverse. And, and in order to deliver 
an effective uh, you know service or product to that diverse customer base. You need a diverse set of, of, of skills and talent to deliver that to those customers. So my advice to other CIOs is you need to build an organization that reflects the uh, demographics that uh, you're serving. And part of that certainly is people with disabilities. And so, you know, and sometimes getting that talent mix is a challenge, but uh, companies like Bender Consulting can, can help companies like CSC be, su be successful in that if you're struggling. And uh, I think that uh, the teamwork that uh, we've, uh, you know, shown as, as a group between Bender and uh, CSC has been great. And, uh, again, leadership from the top demonstrate, uh, you know, the commitment on both sides uh, has really uh, helped drive uh, the, the, the whole, uh, you know, building the right talent to deliver the right service to the right people in our market. So it's, it's uh, again, a top-down, uh, need to have commitment across the organization to get it done. Uh, and, uh, and, and make sure that you understand your customer base and, and match that uh, diversity. Yes, and you know, some wonderful people I've met under your area, Michelle Phelps, Clint Arbogast, I mean, so many people that are just fantastic there. But everyone was open to education. You know, oh, if, if I needed to come in and do disability awareness training or, you know, provide instruction. And that's another thing that I would mention is that one of the problems is lack of education. You fear what you don't understand. But one thing CSC has drilled down to all of their leaders, and I know John has done this, is that this isn't a charity. This is a business decision. You know, we're not doing this to pity people. We're doing this because here are a group of people who appreciate work, value work, more than you could ever imagine, who have the skills, so why wouldn't we try them? And I, I think that that is also very important to not have that charity model. Don't you agree with that, John? Uh, completely. Uh, this isn't charity. This is business. And uh, we need to make a profit. We have shareholders. And, uh, you know, part of the equation is, is having people that are motivated, skilled, uh, you know, have high energy, deliver on what they promise, all the skills I mentioned earlier. And, and people who, uh, from Bender, and Bender, uh, by the way, has done a great job, uh, sifting through candidates and coming up with uh, the right people that uh, match, uh, CSC culturally and, and then from the skills mix. And so, working, uh, to, to really develop, uh, the, that, that talent base. Uh, is key, and 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 people with disabilities are are you know have gone through some unique experiences that uh, a lot of other people haven't, and and many other groups of people have too. People that have been in the military, or uh, it, just you know, there's many examples where uh, a diverse background really can add value and make you a stronger organization. And and, and not having a a single demographic or a single group of people in your team. Uh, but having a diverse group of people, I think, creates a learning organization, uh, an open culture where you really can get better business done, be more profitable, deliver on commitments more effectively, and, and really overachieve. And I've seen that time and time again uh, where that's been done. And, you know, thank you for those words. But as I always say, I speak to all these companies across the United States, but it takes a great company and great leaders to be willing to say, okay, let's try it. John, as CIO, what would you say is your number one goal for 2006? Well, one of the, the, the key things that uh, I think is important is tying business performance, revenue growth, operating income improvement directly to 
uh, the information technology we're delivering. Right? Uh, if, if done right, information technology can be a key differentiator in delivering innovative, compelling, value-added solutions to our customer base. And I'm also a big believer in eating your own dog food. You know, uh, and I play on both sides of the fence, as, as you've seen in my background. I'm running internal IT for CSC Federal, but I'm also running the business for several of our outside clients. And it's important that uh, you know you understand what you're delivering externally, and and so tying those two together and and really demonstrating to your customers that you believe in what you deliver by using it yourself is important. So. Um, as federal CIO, I've outsourced my IT to CSC, and, and they're doing a great job for me, uh, and, and that's good news. But also, it gives me the opportunity to, uh, you know, test out new technologies, pilot new capabilities, and deliver innovation to our customers, but also keep CSC on the leading edge of technology innovation. So all that's fostered through, you know, again, tying the IT investment that you make in your company to business performance, and that's that's something I'm very focused on this year. I want to make sure that uh, you know everything we do is well thought out. Uh, the tactical decisions we make feed a, a strategic plan uh, that uh, makes us uh, sustainable growth uh, for the next several years. Well, you are in a great position to do that with your background and what you've done. As you said, here you are on both sides of the fence and even academically. You know, you, you have the technical uh, academic skills. You have the business skills. So you really are that combination. Uh, and I noticed this theme as we were talking today, uh, which thank you very much, by the way, for being on the show today when I know how busy you are. But as we were talking today, I noticed that theme as CIO, how important you believe that is to translate technology into uh, investment or dollars, you know, for the company. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is. Really tying that in that investment. You know, these are real dollars you could be spending on other things uh, in the company, whether it be marketing or that new product you're trying to develop. And you really need to be able to make a good business decision as the CEO or president or you know responsible owner of a particular business segment. And and the only way you can make an, an educated, well thought out decision about where you're going to spend your money is where where how does this impact my business what business value is this investment in technology whether it be blackberries or whatever you know new latest and greatest technologies out there it may be a neat device it may be a neat capability but what does that do to our bottom line how does that improve our operating income how does that improve our return on investment uh, all those things need to be thought through documented understood agreed to and then uh, and then executed well, John, what um, again, thank you so much for being with us today. What message would you like to leave with our listeners today, John? I think uh, it's uh, the information technology uh, sector uh, is an exciting place to be still, and I think the opportunities are endless. I think if you read a lot of the uh, careers of, of key leaders across the world, uh, people who understand information technology and can use it to, to create a competitive advantage uh, is, is a key skill. Also, uh, in information technology, you're exposed to the business by definition. You're helping that business be successful, and it gives you a lot of opportunity to move in other other aspects of the business. And so I think, um, you know, it, it, whatever your role is in information technology, um, I think there's a great opportunity for you in the future. Uh, for all those students out there, I'd encourage you to continue on uh, and, and stay in information technology. 
there's there's many a, a lot of business today. You know, as as uh, I've seen it in in companies where you know the email stops, business stops. Your website goes down, you know, the web, you know, business stops, and it's 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 a key component to any company's success. So, I'm excited to be in the industry, and I think uh, everybody who uh, who's out there that has an opportunity to get involved in it should. And if you want to know more about Computer Sciences Corporation, that is at www.csc.com. That's csc.com. And once again, remember, this CSC federal sector is the recipient this past year of the New Freedom Initiative Award given to an organization that has really excelled in the employment of Americans with competitive, in competitive jobs for people with significant disabilities. This company, this federal sector, hired over 30 people in one year, 30 spots in one year, and kept it going and has continued that support. And, John, I just want to thank you again for everything you do and specifically thank you for taking time to be with us. Well, thank you, Joyce. It's my pleasure. Thanks again. Oh, it is our pleasure, always our pleasure to have you. And you've been listening to John Walsh, the Chief Information Officer of the Federal Sector of Computer Sciences Corporation and Vice President of the United States Federal Service Delivery. You will be able to listen to this show again as it is archived on the Bender Consult website at www.benderconsult.com and voiceamerica.com. Thank you very much. And in closing, before we go, I end every single show with a quote from a famous civil rights leader or an individual who has impacted the lives of people with disabilities. And today, that person is number 66, Alan Fanica. And that's number 66, Alan Fanica of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the quote is, Stay strong and positive. I know it can be frustrating dealing with epilepsy, but just remember that the road is brighter at the end and that things will get better. How true that is. And, boy, they got a lot better for Alan Fanica, especially to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Congratulations again, Super Bowl champions. This is Joyce Bender. America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. See you next week. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Steelers, here we go. Pittsburgh's gone to Super Bowl. Here we go. Cheer the Steelers, back in the gold. It's town of Pittsburgh's heart and soul. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet of Radio, voiceamerica.com. Here we go.